Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson and coming to you on behalf of Shoreline Publishers. Today, I'm excited to be chatting with newly published author, Sean Reynolds. He's written a gorgeous picture storybook titled A Koala Christmas. How are you today, Sean? I'm good, thanks, Kelly. Good to to hear it. Well, your new book, I'm sure, is going to be absolutely loved by many. Like, who does not love a good Christmas story, right? I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about it today. Well, uh, the story was actually inspired by uh, a real event in in the Adelaide Hills just before uh, Christmas 2020 where um, a woman there walked into her living room um, and saw what she thought the children had put a stuffed koala in in the Christmas Christmas tree. But when it moved, she realised it was a... As a real live koala, oh so she had to call the uh, yeah call the koala rescue people. They didn't believe it; they thought it was a hoax. Yes, but they arrived, and yeah, there's a nice little uh, video of that of them getting the koala out of the tree. It was halfway, really? you know, I think it was an artificial tree. Yeah, so I at the time wow. I was in a, a writers group, and we always wrote a Christmas story, so I thought, well, I weren't going to do it that year, and I thought, well, that's that's a good one. Yeah, so that's where the inspiration came from. Oh, wow, that is just so divine. Did So did the koala wander into the home? It didn't come in with a a tree because you said the tree was fake. Is that right? No, it must have. I'm assuming it may have got chased by a dog when they, you know, they Uh, climbed down from a tree to get into the one. Mm-hmm. The door must have been open, came in, climbed up the, the nearest tree it could find in, inside, and, <laughs> yeah, there it was. How could you not write a story about that? That is brilliant. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's well, a very Australian uh, flavour to a Christmas story, isn't it? And don't we need that? I mean, there's. I was talking with someone the other day and there's so much around with, you know, the coldness and the snow and um, the more Aussie Christmas themes we can get, the better. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Now, you chose um, your characters, obviously. uh, I'm specifically talking about Penny. How did you decide on her for a main character? Oh, I just thought that a little girl, I think I made her five years old, um, with the emotion of the the animal uh, Christmas, um, yeah, I just thought, Perfect, it would fit yeah. the story better to have a, a, a small female character, yeah. Yeah. So it didn't, um, it wasn't um, a reflection of any of your family members? It was Not really. I do have a niece called Penny, but no, the, the name just came to mind and, yeah, I've written three other stories with her as the main character and um, 
really? Yeah, so what's fit, yeah. Oh, interesting. Now, those other stories, are you um, planning on having those published as well? Um, yes. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Now, yeah. I know you're not new to the world of writing, um, despite this being your first published book. Um, I've read a little bit about your um, media file and what else do you do in, in, Do you actually enjoy writing, Sean? Um, I started writing poetry. Um, I write short stories, flash fiction. I like to enter um, competitions with, a, you know, um, I've got a couple of poems entered in the Newcastle Poetry Prize. Oh, wow. Um, I have a, uh, another children's story um, featuring um, boys this time, um, entered in the Best Australian Yarn Competition, and I have a couple of other short stories, uh, adult crime stories, entered in another competition in um, Geoff. Maroon de Door. I've, I've forgotten the name of the. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the city now in, in South Wales. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's so, um, that's really. Yeah, I just cool. I just think entering competitions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Poetry is where I started, um, mm. and when I joined the writers group uh, back in late 2017, um, I started to try a little bit of fiction. Yeah, wow. And what would be your favourite genre to write in? Um, well, I sort of started writing children's stories by accident, really. It was just that that Christmas 2020 where I yeah. uh, wanted to write a Christmas story and I thought, well, I'll, that's what I'll do. But, I'm doing um, it, yeah. And, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll follow that up with a few more. But, you know, I, my favourite genre is probably crime thrillers, I suppose. Um, yes. I, that's what I, a lot of what I read, um, Richard Stark, mm. his Parker series, and I've just bought a couple more of his. I think I've got about 13 of the Parker novels. Um, <laughs> Michael Robotham. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I, I have, I don't know about a novel, but um, I'm not sure whether I'm, uh, I was thinking about that, whether I'm a, as a writer, uh, more of a sprinter than a marathon runner, but um, <laughs> yeah, I have nine or ten thousand words that I think might might make a novel. We'll see. Yeah, well, there's plenty of time. And your writers group are they your best critics with that sort of thing? Yeah, well, I haven't been going uh, for a while. Um, yep. Yeah, I just thought I needed to. You get into a habit of what of the. Um, the format of the group of writing and um, we write something through the week with a, from a writer's prompt, a writing prompt, and then uh, read that to the group and, and it just became I a see, sort of routine. Yeah. So I thought I needed to move move away from that. But, yeah, yeah I, I stay in touch. Yeah. Stay in touch. We all let each other know where we're going with the writing and... And what you're doing. That's sort of, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, your um, home and your other hobbies sound really interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about your farm? Well, we've sold the farm, oh, although sorry. we're still living <laughs> still living here, uh, oh, okay. renting the house back. So oh. um, 
I think it means it's sheep and, and chooks. We, we, we don't have the chooks or the sheep. Um, we still have the three dogs um, and the new owner has cattle on the property. So we sort of look after his cattle for him. He's a FIFO worker. So, um, nice. yeah, we look after his cattle and we're building a house in Albany. So, um, Oh, stunning. Yeah, so we'll be moving off the property and onto a smaller half-acre block. Yeah. New adventures. Because I was going to say, surely that environment would have to inspire a lot of your creativity. It sounded beautiful. Uh, it is a beautiful spot. You know, it's just, yeah, sit out in the back deck, um, look out over the Hay River runs through our property. You look over the over the river valley. It's, it's a beautiful spot. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. Okay. I well, will miss it when we go. Definitely, but there'll be new things to see and create and uh, imagine from, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, and, you know, there's a lot of um, creative um, groups in Albany Arts and, um, yes, and writing is. groups. So, and I know there is one in that's dedicated to children's um, writing children's stories and books. So I'll, I'll join when we move in. Jump there on and, that, yeah, yes. Keep that going. Yeah. And you'll always know you had a koala Christmas published while you were at your farm. So that was then and then there'll be the new version of yourself. <laughs> yes, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Sean, did you always um, aim to be a published writer? Not really. Um, when I wrote this story for... Um, yeah, back in 2020, we're, we, I was in a, a, um, a book club and the coordinator of our club, you know, she assigned tasks for our last meeting for the Christmas leading up to 2020 and she was going to bring some games along. Uh, someone else was going to read a poem and she said, Sean, you can write a Christmas story. And and the, the writers group wanted to do that as well. So I, I, I was going to recycle one from the year before. Yeah. An atheist Christmas, it was cool. But um, <laughs> so I wrote that, and then someone they really liked it in the readers group, and they said, "Oh, I'm going to take that and read it to my grandkids, unless you're going to get it published." And I thought, "No, I'm going to get it published." Uh, <laughs> but a couple of days later, I thought, well, "Why not try?" So I did. Yeah. I sent it off, submitted it to submitted it to four publishers, and got a response from two. And Bradley's was positive. And was interested, so yeah, I went ahead with that. Fantastic. And what does the yeah. writing process look like for you? You know, there's some writers that fly by the seat of their pants. There are others that are really planned out in the way they progress in their work. How how does it look for you, Sean? Um, oh, look, I wish I was more disciplined and had a plan. <laughs> and you know, it's it is a little bit. Um, I'm working on a story at the moment, which I'm trying to edit down to under three thousand words to put it into a to enter it into a competition. But yeah, yeah right. uh, it's a bit hit and miss. Um, you know, when I have an idea, I'll work on it until it's complete. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at other times, you know, it's it's. A barren landscape, really, but it is. It is yes. for all of us. So you know, that's a really honest um, answer. Um, what What is it about writing that you love so much? You know, it's not an easy thing to do. So why do you do it? 
Well, when I started writing poems, there were certain um, social issues that I wanted to explore and express for myself. Um, yeah. I've written poems about racism and, you know, uh, and about self-construction and, and a sense of self and, and things like that. So I think writing allows you to explore those. It does, yes. You know, those issues, you know, people always say the human condition um, and, you know, and, and I like to say it in a way or that pleases me and hopefully yeah. if someone reads it, it pleases the reader later, but I usually write it for myself. Excellent, initially. excellent answer, yes. And, and it will, it'll touch the lives of many. Now, you know, it's so different, a koala Christmas. Who did you dedicate that to? Um, the story? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, if there's dedications in the book, I'll, I'll acknowledge the writers' group and my book club, I think, because yeah. it was really them that really pushed me into writing a Christmas story that year. And, and of course, the koala that climbed into the Christmas tree. <laughs> What could you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Good on you. Well, Sean, congratulations on the publication of A Koala Christmas. It looks absolutely gorgeous. I read a recent review that said, this book is pure gold for all the world to enjoy a delightful surprise. You've absolutely got to be happy with that review, Sean. <laughs> Yes, I am. I am happy with it. And, you know, I was happy with the story. Uh, yeah. Um, It'll happen. <laughs> yeah. So I do have a book launch at Albany on the 24th of November at the Public Library there. So Fantastic. we'll see how that goes. Yes. Well, I yeah. wish every bit of success for that. I'm sure it'll be amazing. And listeners... Yeah. I encourage you to get out there and grab a copy of A Koala Christmas, the perfect Christmas present. It's available online in all good bookstores and, of course, in libraries. Sean, thank you so much for your time today and I wish you all the very best with your writing future. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kelly. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.